Welcome to the Steady On Podcast, where God's hard truth meets your hard story. I don't need to tell you that life gets hard. Life gets hard, really hard. But God's faithfulness is still active and alive in our hard. And these episodes are dedicated to remembering and claiming the promises of a faithful God. I'm your host, Angie Bauman. I'm a pastor and Bible teacher, founder of Steady On Ministries, and creator of the Step-by-Step Bible Study Method. But more than that, I'm a trauma and abuse survivor who carried a heavy weight of shame and worthlessness for many years, and I still struggle, but I live in much more freedom now because I know God through His Word and speak truth to the lies of the enemy with His Word. And that's what we do here. On Mondays, we take it in by studying the promises of God, and on Wednesdays, we live it out with teaching and testimony on the promises of God. So thank you for tuning in, my friend. You are the reason for this show. And I'm so very, very glad you are here. Let's get started. Welcome, friend. Today, we're going to take it in with 2 Chronicles 2017 using my step-by-step Bible study method. And you will find links to a study sheet as well as videos for the step-by-step masterclass in today's show notes if you'd like to learn more. And I want to welcome and offer an advance thank you to my super special co-host, you're, you're, you have the label super special, my dear. My husband, Matt, is with us here today. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Have you ever recorded a podcast before? I don't think so. I don't no, think yes. so either. Maybe once with you. No, oh, not we? a podcast. No. Oh, we, you did a book. You did a, book a virtual book club Alex review with, you. yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. during COVID. Yeah, you yep. sure did. Well, mm-hmm. well, thank you for, that, you know, yeah. trying new things with me. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, Matt is here because this is an exciting week for the show. On Wednesday, I will be dropping and celebrating episode 200. And so I thought it would be a perfect time to have Matt unpack what is my verse of the year and help me share a bit of what the Lord is teaching me as I listen to him. Um, just guide me through a deeper understanding of what he wants me to learn this year. So, so it's a special week and a special guest and a special 200 episode and all those kind of good things. And so again, honey, just thank you so much for supporting me this way. Well, thank you for having me on to celebrate your uh, milestone of 200 episodes. It's been so fun to watch you develop into this podcast host teaching world, whatever it is, whatever it is. <laughs> and I love it. I remember the first time you listened, you're like, you have a good voice for that, trying to hide your surprise. You went to (laughs) podcast school or something. I don't know how you became a a podcast. Neither does anyone else. (laughs) Our verse today, as I said, is 2 Chronicles 2017. We're actually going to focus on the first part of it. I'm going to read the whole thing. This is from the NRSVA. This battle is not for you to fight. Take your position, stand still, and see the victory of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, and the Lord will be with you. So just a bit of information about 2 Chronicles. First and 2 Chronicles was actually written as one book, and it was divided up for us for ease of reading and studying. And the author is actually not mentioned. Jewish tradition suggests that it's Ezra, sometimes just called, the author is just called the chronicler. Is that the way you say that? Chronicler? It can be. 
It is, it is now. It is it's your show. That's right. Um, whoever the author was, it was a meticulous historian who carefully utilized official and unofficial documents. And that information about the author is found in the Bible Knowledge Commentary. And as always, you can find all the resources I use to put an episode together in the show notes. The date of writing is somewhere around 400 BC, and it's documenting times around 991 to 538 BC. The audience is Jewish people of Jerusalem and the surrounding region following the return from the Babylonian exile. And the purpose is uh, it's to provide a historical account of the days of the Davidic kings of Israel and Judah. And I thought this note was interesting, Matt, from the Mercer Dictionary of the Bible. You have that on your shelf, don't you, dear? Of course. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't everybody? I know. I know. Just Bible <laughs> nerds like me. So the Mercer Dictionary of the Bible says that this is a ne neglected book among Christians. Mm -hmm. And the study of Chronicles is for the careful student rather than the casual reader. And I think probably like Kings and Chronicles can be some of those books that people are like, what's in there for me? Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to yeah. find that out today. Chapter 20, where we're hanging out, has 37 verses. And it is a, a chapter about Jehoshaphat's victory. Jehoshaphat was the king of Judah, 870 to 849 BC-ish. And we're studying about how God answers Jehoshaphat's prayer and that a battle is led, this battle that we're talking about is led by singing worshipers. And I thought that was interesting because mm. how often do we think about winning a battle by like singing and worshiping, right? So often we think about like, what do we need to do in order to right. fight this battle yeah. and win this battle? But actually the battle is led by singing worshipers. So one more time, second Chronicles 20, 17, a, the battle is not for you to fight, take your position, stand still and see the victory of the Lord on your behalf. Okay, Matt, start us off. Step one in the Bible study method is choose our word. And our word for today and my word for the year is? Stand. Excellent. All right. Talk Thank to us you. about that. All right. So there's lots of definitions uh, for the word stand um, to have an upright position. I think we all probably think of that first or to rise up or this one I like uh, quite a bit. It's to remain unaltered. And mm -hmm. I think given the context of what we're talking about that really hit home. And so did this next one, which is to be able to endure. Um, and so that's maybe more like withstand even mm -hmm. uh, as a word. But uh, I think those two, to remain unaltered and to be able to endure really spoke to me in terms of what a definition in this context would be most applicable. So, yeah. Um, let me add one real quick because, yeah. because it has the word mm -hmm. steady in it. So I found yes. this definition. Did you see oh. that one? It says nope. to maintain an invincible or permanent attitude to be fixed, steady, or firm, to take a position in resistance or opposition. And you know, it's so funny because since this is my verse and my word of the year, when I was doing this homework to prepare for this study today, I just thought it was just another way that God affirms that he's using this in my life because this word steady, I found steady. in the very definition of, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I just had to throw that in there too. I'm glad you did. I did not have that one. So how about some synonyms and or opposites? Did you look at those things? I sure did. So um, synonyms were uh, like be upright or rise, um, mount, get up or uh, leap up, and then antonyms. Uh, which I find found to be a little even more interesting than the synonyms, really. 
uh, to give in or mm -hmm. to be prone or to rest or to squat and recline, those types of things, but also to disappear or quit. And I think when you look at the variation of those types of words um, as an antonym and you try to go back and put that in um, yeah. in the verse, if you were to flip the words around and make the meaning completely opposite, you know, what would that what would that what meaning would that bring to the verse? And it would completely change. It. I love to do that because I think, it. you know, yeah. you hear me do that because I think then it, yeah. we feel like the. It feels heavy when, you know, when the king is saying this battle is not for you to fight, take mm -hmm. your position and disappear, disappear, yeah. right. Or right. recline or fade, Quit. perish, yeah. fall. Yeah. You know, some of the things that I found like that's, mm -hmm. that's not, that's not our commander. As I'm thinking about what the Lord is teaching me through it this year, he's not asking me to fall or to give in or to, mm -hmm. to quite, you know, it's, it is the opposite of that. Right. He's teaching me what it means to stand, to be steady mm -hmm. in a different way to be immovable. One of the, one of the definitions that I saw was not as physical, but it says to position or be positioned mentally. And so mm. there's this attitude yep. of heart that actually, and this is the crazy thing that I know that I'm receiving as the Lord is teaching me more about this word this year, that standing for me is so much about surrendering. Like, because mm. I feel when I feel more wobbly, it's because I'm trying to stand in my own strength. When I'm surrendered to what he wants to do in my life, I actually am much more steady and able to stand and not disappearing and not falling down and all of those things that we were just talking about. Yeah. yeah. So step two is called investigate. We divide that up into four parts. Part one is to compare the word in other translations. I don't know about you. I found one other thing. The GNT, yeah. most everything said stand. The GNT said wait, uh, which. Um, yeah. Uh, the message had attention. Oh, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. good. So yeah. kind of be attentive. Yes. Maybe, mm -hmm. Or I don't know how they had it written exactly, but attention. Uh, and NIV had stand firm. Mm -hmm. So stand still in what we read, I think, just now. But stand firm has even a, a deeper meaning. Yeah. Like be yeah. confident. Yes. Yes. Plant your feet. Yeah. Um, type it of set your face type of. And yes, that's exactly right. what I think that yeah. I was just thinking. I think that's yeah. like in, I think it's in Luke 51. You know, I love that <clears throat> where <clears throat> it talks about how Jesus set his face yeah. to go to Jerusalem. Like yeah. I, I will not be moved. This stand is where firm. the Lord yes. has called me and mm -hmm. I will go. And I like that better than stand still because it still has a, I mean, be there and don't move. Yeah. Yeah. But stand firm just to me had a really special connotation of yeah um, even more of a uh, firmness I guess well I guess yes. that's the word but I, right. I don't know yeah yeah courage or bravery or faith you yeah. know yes and I, I have resolve that yes exactly yeah, and I think there's something there's something in the stillness that also to me is very brave because sometimes it's like, I know for me, and you know this from living with me, but there are times when my fight or flight kicks in, mm -hmm. <clears throat> sometimes it kicks in. It's like overactive, right? Sometimes, but there's this courage sometimes when you're like, wait a second, I've everything in me is screaming, do this myself or do something or make something happen. But actually I'm going to stand right here in the promises that the Lord has continually 
reminded me of and proven himself faithful. And I will trust in his promises and I will not move. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I will not be altered in the way that he's asking me to walk. Yeah. 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 That's good. Well, part two of the investigate step is to research the original word. What did you find when you were studying? Well, so it's a Hebrew word that um, I think is pronounced Ahmad, A-M-A-D. And it it means to stand, of course, but it um, denoted in the resource I used that it could be figurative, literal or figurative. And of yeah. course, in this context, we're talking more of a figurative right. meaning of, of stand. And then when you think of it, um, it went on and, and it had some other words, kind of more back to the antonym idea. Uh, it, it mentioned dwell and abide yeah. and remain. And I think those are all terrific words to substitute in here too. Yeah, which sends us right into like, John 15, where he talks about remain in me Mm -hmm. and that, yes. And to have this dwelling, like set up camp in my presence, you know, this is, Mm -hmm. this is, uh, this is where your strength comes from, right? This is where your strength comes from. So yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, part three is to read a little bit of commentary. I had a couple of things I wanted to share from the enduring word. It says Judah did not need to fight in this battle yet. It did not mean there was nothing for them to do. It was a significant step of faith to position yourselves to stand still and to believe that you would see the salvation of the Lord in the face of a large attacking army. So it's not passive, like still mm-hmm. or well, firm doesn't sound as passive as still, but I think in this version, stand still, it does stand a little like it can sound a little bit passive, like just wait. But this idea of waiting, which the thing the GNT used is about like waiting in something, waiting on something, waiting, waiting expectantly, um, waiting and trusting, you know? So it's not just this, like, we're not waiting in line at the grocery store for it to be our right. turn. Like we're waiting right. expectantly. We're waiting forwardly. We're trusting while we're wait. We're seeking him in our waiting mm-hmm. because it says the, the Lord, see the victory of the Lord on your behalf. Like we know he's going to fight. And so it doesn't mean that there's nothing to do. It is a, it is a brave thing to stand mm-hmm. when everything in you is crying out right. to move, <laughs> to move or to cower or to go hide or. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you want to go find cover. Yeah. That's a good point too. Cause I'm thinking like yeah. in our resources charge ahead, but what you're saying is wonderful because you're also sometimes in our fear, we can, mm-hmm. we can disappear. Right. Mm-hmm. We yeah. can pull back. Right. We can say, I just, I can't stand here. I can't watch. Right. Yeah. 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 The Bible knowledge commentary says that David, King David had spoken similar words when facing Goliath. That's in first Samuel 17. When the enemy was in sight, they only need to stand and watch what God would do. Um, and I love other places in the Bible where it talks about, you know, this victory is not mine. God will do this for me today. That's what David is talking mm-hmm. about. Like, right. When he's facing Goliath, he's like, I'm not afraid of you. Not because of me. I'm not afraid of you because of my God. And I know what my right. God can do. Yeah. 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 The faith life study Bible says just as Moses encouraged the people to stand firm and see the salvation of Yahweh as they came out of Egypt. That's in Exodus 14. Um, uh, Jehoshaphat encourages them to stand firm and wait for God to fight for them. And commentator Martin Selman says, Judah is instructed not to fear because of God's promise to be with them. 
Both are applicable applicable to Christians who can be assured of God's constant presence through Christ's resurrection and the gift of the spirit. So often in the Bible, we're told not to fear. That's in the second part of this verse. Uh, we're told not to fear. And it's I think we're told that so often because God is so aware that we will be afraid. And so he constantly reminds us, when you're afraid, look at me, I'm right here. I never leave you. I am with you. I go with you. I fight this for you. Um, This is not stronger than me. It is stronger than you. Maybe that's true. It feels stronger than you. It is stronger than you, but I am in you and it's not stronger than me. And so over and over again, there's this reminder of when you're scared that you can't do it, remember that I'm not scared and I can do it, right? Mm Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that he's teaching me again with this word this year is just, just a new understanding of what it means to submit to his ability to submit to his bigness Mm -hmm. and to, to be like, you know what, you might be able to, here's the thing. You might be able to do this on your own. It might even look like a win, but it's not going to be any kind of win that it'll look like when you wait on God to do it. Yeah. 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 And even a a little different as we go into the rewrite and portion and things. And I, I think about, um, about winning, but I think about, you know, trusting in his will mm. be done yeah, and have confidence as you stand that mm. you're going to even, this, yeah. You, and you have, you need your faith. You need your trust in him. You need your confidence that whatever happens in your battle, in the battle that you're facing, his will will be done. Mm, that's and that so always good. doesn't, that doesn't always bring what you feel is a win, right? Yes. Dang it. Yes. Yeah. But you're so right, Matt. I appreciate you pulling that out because I, there, and you know, this, there have been some things in my life that looked like anything but a win, right? right. This does not mm-hmm. look like a win. And yet, and yet, uh, God has won with them given enough time in a way that maybe, maybe no one understands, but us, right. And how much winning there is in something that actually didn't look anything like I wanted it to, or yeah. Mm -hmm. And it may not be a win today. You might not see it as a win today. You see it as maybe you accept it. Maybe you don't as Mm -hmm. his will, but maybe you come to accept it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But ultimately you find the win. Yeah. That, and that reminds me of, I think it's, it's Daniel four, right? The Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego story. I love their resolve too, where they're like, listen, our God can save us. Yeah. Right. But even if he yeah. doesn't, right. We are not moved. Yeah. We're, we're still this is a, Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, and really, as I say, this is about the win. It's not, it's it, it, the, the word, the verse, maybe we should pick the word victory. What's that mean? Right. Um, I, yeah. I don't, it doesn't say win. It says victory. Mm-hmm. Well, what's mm-hmm. that meaning? Right. Yeah. So here's, yeah. Another, that's a yeah. different podcast episode. <laughs> that's what happens here. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much to but, talk about, but I think that's just such a good point yeah. where we do go into a battle, whatever that is with the idea of what win looks like. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we, as people of faith continually understand is that yes, victory and win mm-hmm. or by, by worldly standards often don't look the same at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, let me read the verse again. The verse says this battle is not for you to fight. Take your position, stand still and see the victory of the Lord on your behalf. So how did you rewrite that? Oh gosh. Well, it had to do with trust, um, trust and have confidence in his will. 
Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let God fight it for you. And your responsibility is to be faithful to prepare through it and remain in him to see the victory of Christ. This goes and back again, to back to the victory. What's the victory? Right. What is the, the victory? victory may and... not be what you want. Yeah. It may not be a win, but it may be that you have the knowledge and the faith that his will is greater than our wisdom. Yes. Yeah. And what's my job and what's his job in this, right? Right. This is very clear. Mm -hmm. Our job is to stand still. Our job is to abide. Our job is Mm -hmm. to wait on him. Our job Mm -hmm. is to trust him. And his job is to bring the victory. And will we trust he will bring the victory in whatever form that it comes? Right. Yeah. That's so good, Matt. And we do. We trust that we may not see it that way, right? In the, in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. But we have to trust that it, it is a victory. Right. I mean, you go, think about the cross. I mean, of course, I think when you keep saying mm-hmm. my will, your will, you know, right. I think oh, of gosh, that scene, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. you know, he says, I, if there any way possible, let this right. hour, you know, let this cup pass me by, but your will be done. And everything about that looked like mm-hmm. defeat. Everything yeah. about that looked yeah. like loss and hopelessness mm-hmm. and death and yeah. despair. Yeah, and everything. Yes. yes. Yeah. How is and, this fair? How is this the end? And right. Three days. And, and how did, yeah. right. And everything That's where we were, that's where yeah. they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And because of that defeat, mm-hmm. the ultimate victory is all of ours. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Well, step three is to find the characteristics of God. And I wrote down a couple of things. I put that God is strength, that mm-hmm. there's nothing stronger than him. Never has been, never will be that he is my present help in trouble. He, he's always with me. I said that already. He knows the enemy better than I ever will. He's not afraid. I think that's something that's really important Mm -hmm. for me to hold on to when I'm facing uncertainty. God is not anxious and God is not afraid. I also wrote down that he is kind, that he sees me shaking and he steadies me, right? That he reminds me of what I already know. He is strong. He is trustworthy. He's, he is faithful and he will do it. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But I can trust that he is doing it and he will do it and he has done it and all of those things. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 A step four is to identify the lie of the enemy. This is just a part where we try to identify the fear and call out the fear and speak truth to that lie, that fear. What stands out to you, Matt? <clears throat> um, I have things like you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. You're not faithful enough. You're not um, holy enough. You're not good enough to be uh, worth the battle. You're 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 insignificant. You're one of billions of people and trillions of problems. And so, who are you to think that he's going to care about you and your problem right now? I think it's crazy. Yes, thank you. The, what's yeah. one of the things that the Lord has been teaching me so much right now too is just like how I was just doing a study in a Psalm about how he surrounds us. And when I was studying that surrounding of like a a battle of, or like a a circle of warriors, almost, if you will, you know, and to, to envision myself, I just sat one morning and I could just envision myself and the thing that I was dealing with that particular day. And this idea of just rings of angels or warriors, however you want, you know, just like surrounding me in my struggle and just like hedging me in, you know, if you will. And just like, just his goodness was everywhere with it. And like, that helps me stand still. That helps me trust. I'm like, just wait. He, you are not 
in danger, right? right. You are not yeah. in danger right now. You do not need to panic. You do not need to move. Uh, and it just, yeah, that, that it, but it's hard to, what you were saying, like, it's hard to believe I'm worth that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yet he promises that we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not limited in time or space like we are, right. but we, we don't have a concept of that. And so we think about it in terms of people and our own relationships and right. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So step five is called, so what? And it's just where we jot down, note, take note of a takeaway. And I wrote this for my takeaway. I put, remember standing isn't about me being strong. I don't have to be strong enough to stand. I have to be submissive enough to trust. That's the thing. That's what Mm -hmm. keeps me. Submission and trust will strengthen my ankles and I will stand and watch the Lord, my God, rage war and bring victory for me. And so I just had this idea of like weak ankles, you know, and I'm like, it's it's the submission that Mm -hmm. makes you not either weak in the knees or what, you know, whatever the case may be, but just, it makes you feel like you have to sit or you have to give, or you have to disappear. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's actually submission. The thing that feels like that's that we're told in our society that submission is weakness and all that, but it's actually, it's, it's, that's the actual thing that we lead the battle with songs of praise. We talked about that at the beginning. That seems so ridiculous and it seems weak by the world standards and all that. And yet Mm that that's what keeps us strong. That's what makes us strong. How about you? Do you have a takeaway? Um, yeah, I mean, I have thoughts. I mean, I remain in God, remain faithful, keep the faith and you'll have strength from God to stand strong in the storm and you won't give mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I just think that's, that's the bottom line. And, and I read, a, I read another piece on this of, um, the, uh, and this is a common phrase, I think, but uh, Joyce Meyer's um, piece I found on this talked yeah. about battle belongs to the Lord, you know, and um, and that you need to seek God and acknowledge your dependence on him and take your position, you know, and worship and and give thanks and just watch and expect yeah. him to to do great things for you, whatever that that victory, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hey, first of all, thanks yeah. for knowing who Joyce Meyer is. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and um, I, I will, we'll share that with you. We'll share that with the listener. We'll put it yeah. in the show notes if you want to read it, because I remember you saying that now, Matt, that you mm-hmm. found that article as you were studying and thought it was just really good. That was a really good right. addition to what we're yeah. talking about here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We can't fight all the battles, right? Right. It's, um, we just have to remain true to God yeah. and he'll remain true to us. Yeah. Friend, we'd love to hear if you have a takeaway. If you do, I encourage you to email me, steadyonpodcast at gmail.com. And if you haven't yet, I would be grateful if you would subscribe to the podcast on whatever directory you're using to listen. It only takes a second and it helps the show a great deal and it guarantees you'll receive every episode as soon as they drop. And I encourage you to tune in on Wednesday for my special 200th episode. And instead of a guest, I'll actually be sharing some of my favorite moments in the 200 plus episodes that I've done because I actually didn't count bonus episodes. So it's good. But this is the official 200th episode. And all um, those moments that I share will, will specifically be ways that those interviews and those um, that time with that guest has helped me stand just as we've been discussing from Second Chronicles 2017. So Matt, thank you again for Uh, just helping me today and serving the listeners. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. I love you.
I love you too. Thanks so much for your support. And thank you, friend, for listening. And I pray wherever your day takes you that you're walking in the confident knowledge that you are a beloved, cherished child of God. Peace.